When you're standing in your power and speaking your truth and sharing your unique gifts, you are making the world a better place for you and everybody else simultaneously. And once the incentive for you and me are mashed and aligned, then we are infinitely powerful. There is no limit to how good life could be on earth for everyone if we're all rowing in the same direction. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Patrick Cook. Welcome to Being. Welcome to episode 30 of the Being Podcast. It is my honor and pleasure to have you here. Today is going to be something a little bit different. It's going to be my first solo episode, a reflection on the state of the world, my viewpoint, and hopefully some wisdom in there that can be shared and distributed to anyone who may be interested. There is a caveat. This episode could be triggering. I do go into some dark, deep places, some places that might feel uncomfortable for many. Uh, There might be some discomfort in the topics, in my perspective, but I do encourage you to stick around to the end of the episode because I do offer practical solutions and an optimistic, positive outlook for humanity as a whole and our future on this planet. So tune in, dig in, and open your mind to what could possibly be an episode that could change your life. I hope you enjoy it. If you are enjoying the content, I'd love it if you could subscribe to the show on whatever platform that you use, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or YouTube. And do make sure you check out my new Telegram channel. All the links will be in the show notes below. Sit back, enjoy, open your mind, open your heart. Here we go. What is up, everyone? Patrick Cook here. I'm going live and recording this probably for a podcast. Um, So many of you who know me or follow me already, maybe you follow my podcast. Maybe you've been watching my videos or posts for the last couple of years. Know that I'm all about positivity and inspiration and empowering people to become the best version of themselves. Uh, but right now, in this moment, I'm feeling a lot of anger, frustration, pain, sadness, grief. And so I wanted to just come on here and be super raw and authentic and share, you know, my view of what's going on and what we can do about it. So this um, feeling started about a week ago when a friend of mine announced that he had decided to take the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine. Now we're talking about a friend, a dear friend, somebody I love and admire and respect uh, it's a man that's in his early 30s, smart, successful, tuned in. And so I was honestly flabbergasted when he uh, announced that he had decided to take the vaccine. And so I asked him flat out, I'm like, hey, brother, why did you do it? 
And his answer was, because I want to travel. And I want my sense of freedom back, and I don't want to get anyone else sick. Now, <clears throat> those are all seemingly reasonable um, reasons for, for getting the vaccine. I get it. People are fed up. People are sick and tired of being locked down, of being stripped of their freedom, not being able to see loved ones, not being able to go out to the gym or to the bar or the restaurants or concerts or anything. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it really affected me on a deep, deep level. I, I just felt this deep upwelling of sorrow and pain and frustration in this conversation. And frankly, I was triggered and it, it turned somewhat contentious, uh, to the point where I, I had to sort of excuse myself and walk away. And then I came back and obviously I'd like, you know, his, his point to, in his defense was that, you know, I was illuminating all the reasons why he shouldn't get the vaccine after he got the vaccine. And so in that regard, I was being a dick and he was totally right. Um, so I came back and I, you know, I just told him I loved him and I respected his decision, but you know, it stuck with me for the last week. And so I really wanted to drop in here, you know, at the risk of getting banned or getting this video taken down or, you know, losing followers or losing friends. Frankly, I don't care. And at the beginning of this year, my mantra I decided was I'm going to use the entirety of my power, my energy, my intellect, my talent to spread truth and to empower people and to use my voice in order to illuminate what I believe is truly going on right now. And again, you know, if you followed me in the last couple of years, you listened to my podcast, you know I'm all about giving practical solutions, not focusing on the negative, not focusing on conspiracy theories, just let's talk about what we can really do. And if you stick with me till the end of this video, that's exactly what I'm going to do. But I think I need to preface this by sharing what my view of the world is and what I think is going on right now. Again, at the risk of losing friends or followers of getting this banned, I frankly don't give a fuck anymore because this is too important not to talk about. And I'm a father. I've got two kids. And they are growing up in a world where our freedoms are being taken away at lightning speed. And people are just okay with it. They're going along with it. Case in point, my friend who went and got the vaccine. I'm like, dude. To me, that is infinitely stupid, naive, and selfish to think that you're going to get your freedom back by taking an experimental injection, by signing up to get a vaccine passport. You think you're going to get your fucking freedom back? Just because you want to go travel? Like, it hurts me to say this. It's, it's painful. But I am all about life, preserving life, freedom, love, autonomy, sovereignty, connection, humanity. These are the things that I am willing to fight for to the death. So I'm willing to put myself on the line right now 
in order to have this conversation, in order to illuminate people, to awaken people to what is really going on. I've been investigating the world since I, my childhood. I grew up Roman Catholic. And from my earliest memories as a young boy, seven or eight, I was like, something is off about this. I am being indoctrinated. I'm being told to kneel before this supposed God. I've been told to confess my sins to this priest, this unknown person. Something felt off to me. And that has continued through my entire life. I questioned authority from the beginning. I escaped from Roman Catholicism when I was about 13. And I never looked back. Like this is an institution that is professing love and do unto others as you have them do unto you. Yet they're capable of the Crusades and the Spanish Inquisition and causing great harm to advance that agenda. So that was the beginning of my quest. And since then, I've gone on. 9-11 was a big awakening moment for me. I started questioning everything. I started looking into geopolitics, into power structures, into socioeconomics. What is really going on here? Because once you start uncovering the truth, you realize that everything about your life is preconceived. Everything is conditioned. Everything is exactly how the power structures want it to be. And the reason for that is because human beings come into this world as like a blank slate. Our genetics has selected for memetics, which means we come into this world a blank slate and we are conditioned into our environment. Because human, humanity has lived in so many different environments, we're not just like a polar bear lives in the Arctic. You're genetically encoded. You know how to live in the Arctic. That's why a horse or a polar bear can get up and be, you know, walking around 20 minutes after they're born. They already have the genetic codes. Human beings, you're helpless for a fucking year. You can't do anything. And so you're completely dependent on your superiors, on your parents, on your authority figures to know how to behave, how to survive in this environment. So it's all programmed into you. Now, over time, the people looking to control the world, to control humanity, know exactly how to manipulate your psychology from birth to seven years old. It's the most influential time. Exactly how to influence you so you become a dependent. You become a slave to the power structure. So once you sort of realize that you have been conditioned and, you know, our parents, God bless them, or our teachers or our religious figures, they're not the evil ones. They're just going along what they've been programmed with. And this happens over generations. You know, shit gets passed on generationally, ancestrally, and nobody ever questions it because that's just what we do. You know, dad's an angry drunk. His dad before him was an angry drunk. It just goes on and on. Nobody ever questions whether this is a good idea, whether it should keep going or not. And so it, we have to become aware of how we've been conditioned, how we've been programmed since birth by the media, by Hollywood, by religion, by the financial system, by government. All of these are structures to keep us in line, to keep us cogs in a wheel to keep us slaves to a system. And what we're seeing now is the next step in that process.
there's a small band of people, small group of families that have been controlling humanity for hundreds of years now, if not longer. You know, you can see this in the Davos World Economic Forum billionaire class. You know, a small 1%, even 0.1% of people who are controlling humanity. And the reason they can do it is because they are the definition of psychopaths. And the definition of a psychopath is the absence of empathy or remorse. So when I talk about this and people say, oh, there's no way people, you know, humans can do that to other humans. Yes, there is. Because they don't view the rest of humanity like you do or like I do, with love, with compassion, with empathy. They are devoid of these, of these attributes. And so we have no idea what they are capable of. And right now, what I believe is happening is the next phase of a master plan to enslave the population of the planet. It began with taking over the monetary system. In 1913, the Federal Reserve was privatized, which means they took the power away from the people, away from the government, to print money, to control the money supply. And when you have control of the money supply, you don't care who makes the laws. You are above the law. And that power was given to a very small few families, and they still control it. And so what they've done with that power, in a globalist sense, is taken over every industry, the financial industry, the pharmaceutical industry, the media, the military. The government. They control everything from the top down. And to them, you and me are just cattle. We are pawns. We are slaves to be controlled, to be exploited, to be manipulated. Because they are psychopaths, they are devoid of empathy and compassion and remorse. So once you sort of understand that, you can grasp, take a zoom out of what really is going on right now. This is not just a virus. This is just not, you know, a year-long thing where vaccines are going to save us and we're going to go back to normal. Bullshit. There is no fucking normal anymore. There never was. We've been controlled and conditioned since birth for thousands of years, hundreds of years at least. And so once you zoom out and you start to look at this bigger picture, you're like, oh my God, this is control at the deepest level. It's never about your health. It's never about your freedom. It's about power, control, and money, period. So the question then becomes, what can we do? But first, let's just, you know, take a closer look at what's really going on here. So... In the last year, we have witnessed the greatest transfer of wealth in the history of humanity. The lockdowns did nothing but sabotage the lives of everyday people, lower middle class people, by closing your business, by restricting your freedom, by restricting your movement. You're taking away your autonomy, your sovereignty. And so you become 
dependent on the state with your hands out begging for safety, for medicine, for food, for water, for sustenance. They want you to be dependent on the state because you're easily controllable that way. The greatest transfer of wealth has gone from the middle class to the upper elite. Every billionaire in the world has gotten exponentially more wealthy in the last year. All the money that would have been distributed among the small business has gone into Walmart, Apple, Google, Amazon, all of them. The corporatocracy and the big tech have gotten infinitely more powerful and more wealthy. Do you think they're going to give up that power now? They're just going to say, oh yeah, take this vaccine, everything go back to normal, here's your life back. That's not how it works. We've seen in history, when governments or people in power get more power, they never give it back. So this was my reaction when my friend said, yeah, I'm going to get the vaccine so I can travel. You know, I'm okay with vaccine passports. You don't get it, dude. What happens when you get a vaccine passport? Now they control your movement. Now they control what you can do and cannot do. And this is the end game. We're moving from the corporatocracy into a neo-feudal technocracy of digital slavery. And you know this is hard to hear for lots of people. They're going to say, oh, that's bullshit. Oh, they, they can't, they're not that well organized. There's no way they could do that. Fine. Do your own research, but here's what I understand. What we're moving towards is a dystopian nightmare. It begins by taking your freedom away. Yeah, just lock down for 15 days. Just do what's best for the, the common people, for the good of everybody. Now just get this vaccine so we can all go back to normal. Now just you know show this passport so we can prove that you're vaccinated. First of all, they're not even fucking vaccines. Look deeper into what's really going on. Modified RNA gene therapy is not a vaccine. Vaccine, by definition, reduces infection and reduces transmissibility. These vaccines do neither of those things. They reduce symptoms and they alter your genes permanently. Okay, so it's not even a vaccine. It's an experimental gene therapy that's never been tested on humans. So why the fuck are people lining up to take this experimental injection with no data, zero data, to what the long-term effects will be just to get their freedom back? But guess what? Your freedom ain't coming back, whether you get the vaccine or not. This is not going back to normal. So where this goes, if you follow the trajectory, this is a, a plan that's been in place for 50 years, one world government, where they remove the dollar as the world reserve currency, they institute a centralized digital bank currency, a one world currency. They get everybody's data they get everybody connected to the cloud through 5G and 6G that's coming. So you are monitored in everything you do. Everything you do. You're creating smart grids, smart uh, cities, 
where they're monitoring you, facial recognition, thumbprints, everything will be monitored. And so if you don't acquiesce, if you don't take the next vaccine, if you try to protest, if you try to go against what the government agenda is, they just cut you off. They turn off your money. They turn off your ability to move with geofencing. Basically, they can put a fence up five miles around your house. You can't leave that area. Otherwise, your, your power gets cut off. Your money gets cut off. They can put a fence at your front fucking door so you can't leave the house. This is where this is going. Full digital slavery technocracy. And the vaccine passport is just the next step. So I urge you at the deepest level, do your own research before you go get the fucking vaccine so you can go to Florida next month. It is infinitely stupid, naive, and selfish to think that going along with this agenda is going to win your freedom back. It's not. So, like I said at the beginning, I don't want this to be all doom and gloom. I don't want this to be just conspiracy theory where everybody starts fighting with each other about what's true and what isn't. I get it. It's very, very difficult to make sense of the world right now. Sense making is at the base level of everything I'm talking about. And how do you make sense of the world? How do you make good choices in the world? It's influenced through your conditioning, through your patterns, through your unconscious. By manipulating your psychology, your fear. What do you think the media does? Its sole aim is to keep you in a perpetual state of fear. And they are fucking experts at it. Clinical, psychological experts at manipulating each and every one of us into behaving in a way that it benefits them. So once you realize that you are being manipulated, you are being purposefully put in a state of fear at all times. And why do they put you in a state of fear? Because you're easily controllable when you're scared. Fear is a base, root-level, survival emotion. It is a very low frequency. When you're scared, you're easily controllable. And you're not standing in your power. You're not in your sovereignty. You're not making good choices. You're not making good sense of the world. And so how do we take our power back? First, you start by looking at your own shit. How have I been conditioned? Where has my trauma or my past been lodged in my subconscious where it's easily, easily manipulated? Become aware of the places where you're manipulated. Become aware of your biases. Become aware of your conditioning, your patterning. The primary way to do this is by self-reflection, by meditation, by sitting in stillness, by looking at your shit, looking at your triggers. 
When somebody else says something to you, do you feel a response in your body? Does your heart rate go up? Do you get a headache? Do your muscles tense up? That's an indication that there is a trigger happening unconsciously. So self-awareness is crucial at this time. And every single one of us is responsible for our own awakening, for our own healing. We can't afford to say, oh, you know, it's not my responsibility. I'm just going to go about my life and just not pay attention and just do my own thing and do what's best for me and make profit and, you know, live my little life. No, we can't fucking do that anymore. And frankly, I'm pissed off with a lot of the other coaches or influencers I know online who are not using their voice, who are not using their platform, using their audience in a way that is ben the most beneficial for everybody, not just themselves. We can't just be like, okay, this is good for me. I'm just going to do this program or whatever. No, we can't do that anymore. It has to be about what's best for me and the whole at the same time because we're all interconnected. There is no separation between any of us. It can't be just what's best for me anymore. It has to be what's best for me and the whole simultaneously or this is all over. We are on the precipice right now. It is a crossroads. Either there is a massive phase shift downwards where we have economic collapse, financial collapse, environmental collapse. We move into this digital slavery. Or there is a massive upgrade, a phase shift, shift upward in consciousness, a conscious revolution where the people take the power back. And how do you do it? How do we do it? It starts with the individual. The more I regain sovereignty and autonomy over my body, over my energy, over my choices, the more I can come back to a place of grounded wholeness, of alignment where I'm not influenced by the manipulative media, by the fear being portrayed by the government, by the financial system, I come back to a place of wholeness. I raise my vibration to one of love, compassion, awareness, sovereignty. And from there, I come into coherence, into full alignment with myself first. And then that enables me to interact with other people that are doing the same work. And if I'm in coherence and you're in coherence, we can have an open dialogue. We can have a dialectic about topics that are difficult and triggering. Because we've done the work to become self-aware when we are triggered. Like, oh shit, this topic is triggering me. Maybe there's some shadow work I haven't done yet. Maybe there's some unconscious trauma that I haven't uncovered yet. Okay, let me go do that work. I'm going to do it. And then you come back to the table that much more aware, that much more awakened that much more sovereign. And the more of us that can do this, take back our power on an individual level first, then we become part of a community, a family, of people living in higher vibration, 
who can see the truth, not living in the darkness, but aware of it. Because you need to understand the depth of malevolence and the darkness, the capacity for evil that these people have. You have to understand that first in order to grow your capacity for light. You have to understand the problem space. This is why I'm making this video. So we can understand the depth of depravity and psychopathy that is going on. So we can move towards solutions. We can move towards a phase shift in consciousness, a conscious revolution. This is what I spend every day doing. The personal individual work and then sharing practical tools on how other people can do this work. Because this is the path. We need a wholesale cultural enlightenment, a global cultural enlightenment where everybody is awakened, informed, healed, cohered, aligned. Because the people that are running the world are few compared to us, the people who are many. And so when I hear about somebody lining up to take an experimental injection, you are giving up your sovereignty. You are giving up your power. You are deferring it to someone else. Because you're scared, because you are in low vibration, because you are being manipulated by a power structure that knows exactly how to do it. And so coming back to wholeness, coming back to alignment, coming back into coherence with yourself and then finding like-minded people who are doing the same work and then taking action from that place, not from fear, not from scarcity from wholeness, from groundedness, from empoweredness. This is how we change the world. So, steps you can take. Do your own work. Become aware of your own trauma, of your own conditioning, of your own patterns that are influencing your behavior without you even realizing it. That is step number one. Then do your own research. Turn off the mainstream media. It is propaganda. It is perfectly designed to keep you in a state of fear. You know what? I take that back. Watch the mainstream news because it is a point of reference. But don't take it as gospel. The sign of intelligence is the ability to hold multiple perspectives at once. So what you need to do is listen and research all perspectives. So mainstream media, yes, that is one of them. Look at the right-wing narrative. Look at the left-wing narrative. Look at the fascist narrative. Look at the woke conspiracy narrative. Because what we're in right now is a narrative warfare. People in power have conquered every other forum. They've conquered real estate. They've conquered land. They've conquered borders. They've conquered money. Now, the last frontier is your mind, is your consciousness. And so the last treasure is controlling your mind. And the battlefield is also your mind. 
and they know this and they are executing it executing it perfectly keep the people in a constant state of fear with an unknown enemy that can kill them at any moment before it was the russians and then it was isis and then it was you know whatever terrorists then it was drugs now it's a virus it's invisible it's the perfect enemy to keep you scared, to keep you suspicious of your neighbor. Now we're looking at each other not with compassion and love and connection, with suspicion. Are you going to kill me? Put on your fucking mask. Divide and conquer is the most ancient war tactic. And it's being executed perfectly right now. We need to wake up and realize, zoom out. What is really going on? So again, the reason I haven't shared this before is because I don't want people going into doom and gloom. I don't want them going into fear and despair. I want you to do the fucking work on an individual level Take responsibility and take your power back. That's the only way this is going to change. Not by acquiescing to power, to vaccines, to vaccine passports. That road leads to your fucking slavery. All of our slavery. This is why I'm so upset that my friend would selfishly and naively take the vaccine just because he wants to travel next year. I get it. We want our freedom back. All of us do. But acquiescing and giving away your freedom and your power is not the way to do it. Look, I wake up every day with hope in my heart, with love in my heart, with compassion. And when it's not there and I fall into victim or anxiety and fear, which I post about a lot, I make the conscious effort to change it immediately in the morning. Because what happens if you don't, if you wake up and you're in fear, you're in, in, in anxiety, you operate from there. You make choices from there. You sense make the world from there. You take action from there. And guess, what's hap get, guess what happens? You proliferate that energy, that fear, that anxiety into everything you do. Everybody you come in contact with, your lover, your wife, your husband, your children, your friends, all of them are being infused with your fear and anxiety. Take responsibility for your energetic frequency. Because you are an energetic being. You have an electromagnetic field around you. When you walk into a room and you feel some bad vibes from somebody else, how do you think you're picking that up? You're feeling their energetic frequency. You are incredibly fucking powerful and you've been taught and conditioned to believe that you're not. And it's bullshit. It's time to take your power back. So, first thing in the morning, if you are in fear, if you are in anxiety, Stop, breathe, journal, meditate, exercise, commune with nature, recite positive incarnations. So you come back to a place of whole groundedness, cohered alignment first before you enter your day. Otherwise, you're just spreading your shit all over the place. You're projecting your trauma and your unconscious fear all over the place. And look what we get when that happens. It's a fucking shit show out there because nobody 
Very few people are standing in their power and their sovereignty, taking responsibility for their own shit. So once you do that, and you come back into coherence, you become empowered to make better choices, to show up in the world more powerfully, to be part of a solution, rather than just acquiescing to some narrative which just perpetuates the elite's agenda. All right. I know I've covered a lot here. Uh, I appreciate everybody who's uh, stuck with me and listened to this. I do want to hear from you. I want this to be a conversation, and I don't want it to be, you know, a, a debate that, that descends into accusations and into conspiracy and into bullshit. If you don't believe me uh, on everything I've said, that's fine. But go do your own research. Uncover your own cognitive biases, your own cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is when you've held one belief for so long, you've been conditioned and patterned with it, then when you are presented with evidence to the contrary, you dismiss it. And this is so prevalent right now. Cognitive dissonance. Become aware of your own dissonance, of your own bias, of your own trauma response. This is how we take the power back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, to that end, there is a good chance this is going to be taken down off social media, which is fine. Uh, but I want to make a move away from big tech and start my own community. So if this is resonating with you, if you like what I'm saying, if you disagree with what I'm saying, that's cool too. Let's enter into a container where we can speak freely, where we can discuss these matters, where we can use our voices, where we can stand in our power, where we can hold love and compassion for each other, where we can hold multiple perspectives with the ultimate goal of synergizing higher truth. Not to make me right, or to make you right, or to make any polarized view right. It's not about that. It's about how I can contribute, how each of us contribute on an individual level to make the world a better place. And each of us has a unique gift to share with the world. So a lot of what I talk about, a lot of what the work I do with my clients is finding that unique purpose. It's finding your unique gifts, uncovering all the bullshit that might be covering it up. The trauma, the conditioning, the unconscious beliefs, the limiting beliefs. Let's get rid of all that shit. Let's do the work to get rid of that so your shining essence, your unique gifts can come into the world and manifest in a way that makes the world a fundamentally more beautiful place for everyone. When you're standing in your power and speaking your truth and sharing your unique gifts, you are making the world a better place for you and everybody else simultaneously. And once the incentive for you and me are matched and aligned, then we are infinitely powerful. There is no limit to how good life could be on earth for everyone if we're all rowing in the same direction. Right now, the system is set up to be competitive. I'm incented to disinform you. 
I'm incented to lie to you in order for me to get strategic advantage, to win a game, a win-lose game. It's called game theory. Look it up. And this is at the basis of everything that's happening in the world right now. Everything we're seeing, all the power structures, the environmental destruction, the collapse of the financial system is all based on competitive, rivalrous game theory. Win-lose games, where my winning means you lose, and vice versa. So we are constantly trying to outcompete each other, which externalizes harm to everybody else and the environment, the commons. This is an unsustainable solution. So we have to come up with a better way. We have to change our systems at the root fundamental level. And it starts by us doing the individual work informing ourselves, healing ourselves, transforming ourselves, awakening ourselves, because then we become a positive cog, a positive nodal point in a decentralized network of collective consciousness. This is how we change the world, not by taking a fucking vaccine and getting a passport. All right. I want to end by saying... I love you. I love me. I love my children. I love life. I love freedom. And I am determined, I am passionate to use every ounce of my living life force, my energy, my talent in order to make the world a more beautiful, truthful, and free place. Whatever that means. I don't care about money or followers or building my brand. Sure, that can help me spread my message, but that's not my primary goal. And if you are an influencer or a coach or somebody with an audience, you better be fucking using it to spread a positive message that's good for everybody, not just yourself. Otherwise, you're part of the problem. So I do want to hear from you. I do want to open a dialogue. I will be setting up my being community based on my podcast. So if you are interested in that, send me a message. Leave a comment below. I would love to have you. It is going to be a membership site. It is going to be vetted. So it's not going to be Facebook. It's not going to be just anybody. It's going to be people who are committed to doing the work and making a positive impact in the world. So if that's you and you want to be part of this community, hit me up. Okay, I think that's it. <laughs> Again, I love you all. I have massive hope for all of us. Please do your own work. Do your own research. Remember that you are infinitely powerful. And don't ever let somebody else tell you otherwise. I love you. Have a great day. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you enjoyed the show, please do subscribe, rate, and review. For more information and show notes, head on over to being-podcast.com. We'll see you next time. And remember, live your being.